The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Beyond! Beyond. Beyond. Way to Beyond. fuck up the show, Ryan Clements. I didn't know you, did you say, like, hey, we're recording now? Yep. Do I ever? And I think I did. Thank you, Goldfarb. You yep. There you go. No, I didn't hear it. All right, let's try it again. Deep breath, everybody. Beyond! Beyond! Nah, I already said it once. Beyond! What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 254. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller. Alongside, he only does everything. Colin Moriarty. Why is a Metal Gear Solid 4 on the list, man? Oh, we'll get to that soon enough. Uh, the PlayStation Powerhouse, Ryan Clements. Hey, buddy. Hey. And the dark night of news, <laughs> Andrew Goldfarb. It's, it's weird talking into a into a headset. Instead this of is the old one. This is your. Uh, we have gone back in time, ladies and gentlemen, channeling mm. podcast room from a hundred episodes ago to bring you Andrew Goldfarb, since everything is disconnected in here and nobody yep. knows how to make anything work. So rotate the little guy not closer to your mouth there. So much closer, like yeah. here. Well, nope, just down a little bit. A little, there you go. Nope, there you go. That that seems that should be good. Good. There you go. Yeah, sure. Yeah, what the that's, hell? That's much. You better. never say anything nope, interesting nope. on the show. We're not too worried. All right. <laughs> right. Help. Come on. Help me out, Clements. Clements over there helping him out. Welcome. Yeah, PlayStation Podcast, IGN.com. That's what we do here. A whole bunch of stuff today. We'll pitch you an All-Stars character. We'll talk about the Top 25 PS3 games, 2012 edition. And of course, take some reader mail at beyond.IGN.com. But first, the Colin, what do you got you for me? About. Yeah. <laughs> I thought <laughs> it was going to say that, that too. I thought I was expecting it. Uh, I don't know. Why don't, we, why don't we begin the show with what mm. is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. There are 13 items on the list. Holy jeez, Malise. Short ones, though. Okay. Holy jeez, I wanted to lick them. Oh, holy jeez, I wanted to lick them. Uh, number one. More layoffs <laughs> have been announced at a struggling at struggling games publisher THQ. It's funny, isn't it? Come no, on. It's not funny. I didn't know that Jack was, it up, was huh? on the Rolling in your money at home, aren't you? You don't news. care. Now <laughs> I'm very somber. 20 more employees have been let go from marketing and production positions, which is roughly 3% of the company's truncating worldwide workforce. So our best go out to all of those affected by the layoff. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think happened there? They're ramping down now from Darksiders? They don't need as much marketing? Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's like in-house producers, like liaisons between the actual developers. and They said it was no one from the, the actual development teams. Yeah. Um, I think what happens at uh, Vigil will depend on how Darksiders does and all that stuff. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Which is... Uh, up in the air, I think. Uh, number two, Spec Ops The Line now has co-op, and better yet, it's completely free. Co-op brings with it four new missions for two players, and is very exciting news for one of 2012's most underplayed gems. Does it bring with it new trophies? I don't know. They come out today, so we'll Does it bring it. with it the announcement of it being the 25th best game on the PlayStation 3? No, it doesn't. Oh, okay. But it is. 
number three, not that it's surprising, but Metal Gear Solid Revengeance won't be coming to the PlayStation Vita. Ah, shucks. Kojima Productions told Eurogamer that the game's emphasis on free-cutting is apparently too powerful for the Vita. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. The game does, <laughs> does have a release date for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, however. It comes to North America on February 19th this, of 2013 and Europe on February 21st. Did people think it was this was a surprise? Like, well, yeah. No one thought this was coming to the Vita. No, right? yeah. I, I still think it's a strange explanation yeah. of why it can't come to the Vita. It's like, like it also won't be coming to the Sega Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> it just can't keep up with our technical domain. Oh, speaking of games that come to the Vita, so I saw NHL 13 today. Yeah, you did. No, mm. it's, yeah, that's right. And, can't talk about it yet, though, right? Uh... Well, I can say this. Okay. I, I got explicit permission from them. Okay. Uh, first of all, it's really good. Uh, but And I have my review codes, and you can look for a review in a few weeks. But uh, I was talking to the guys, and I asked them, you know, because we get a lot of questions, especially from our Canadian viewer, our listeners oh, hey. and, and readers, why the game it's is on PlayStation Day. Vita. Because obviously Madden and FIFA are both on Vita. And so I asked the producer of the game why the game's not on Vita. And he told me that I could tell you guys that they are in a wait-and-see approach with the Vita. And yeah, that that's they, EA, man. That's what they said about Madden, and that's too. What, and that's what they want to see. They want to see how Madden and FIFA perform before and like learn from those games before they see um, if they can transfer it over to the Put Vita. Put your save and your franchise in the go and you're set. That's all you need to know. Uh, it's. I mean, we didn't get into too, too many details, but it's obviously a numbers game for them. Sure. Um, it's business. Yeah, and they're not going to make any money if they port it. So... Um, because no one owns a PlayStation Vita, in case you didn't. Not <laughs> true. 2.2 million people on a PlayStation not a lot. Vita. I think it's cool that EA uh, thinks about Vita and is supporting Vita. Like, we've read all about E for Speed and how it's supposed to be feature complete. It's cool. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully it keeps, it keeps going. We'll see what happens. Number four. This is the most exciting piece, I think, on the entire list. <gasps> Number four. Rumors have emerged suggesting that Fallout 4, which hasn't even officially been announced, will take place in Boston, Massachusetts. A thread on Reddit posted by an anonymous user says that Bethesda has been, quote, scoping out and researching Boston, end quote, and that they have been seen at Cambridge's MIT as well. In, in Fallout lore, Massachusetts is known as the Commonwealth and totes a learned institution called the Institute, presumably based on MIT. So we will see what happens. That sounds likely to me. Yeah, well, I don't it's, it's such a weird story. That you saw Bethesda scouting, like I don't know. My my, because he doesn't get into too many details. My assumption is that they Bethesda has been at MIT and that they are looking at the school. MIT, by the way, in case you don't know what it is, Massachusetts Institute of Technology is probably the best school. Um, easily, I would say the best school in the United States and probably one of the best. In what the about world. the University of Missouri Columbia? Um, Second, you're forgetting yeah. University <laughs> of Rochester, bro. No, no University of Rochester. No, I'm not going to pretend UConn's anywhere near that. You um, are, man. I I think it's cool that. Uh, MIT itself actually is in Fallout lore. It's called the Institute, and you know, um, that dude's name. I wrote about this yesterday. I should remember. The guy in Fallout Three that tells you about it. Yeah, the, you you run to a scientist in Fallout Three who talks to you about uh, being part of a team that made androids at the Institute, and uh, apparently the entire Commonwealth, like the that story revolves around those androids. And so there's like a faction called the Railroad that it's like the Underground Railroad. They take those androids when they escape and help them find freedom. Whereas then there's like this uh, team of the Commonwealth police that they're specifically out there to round up the escaped androids and put them in prison or whatever. It's really interesting. It's I very exciting. It really it's very, 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 very exciting. Um, I've been playing Fallout New Vegas, by the way, again, mm. on hardcore mode. And that game is just so good. Yep. Mm -hmm. It really is just a fantastic game. Um, how far are you now? How many hours in? Like 10. Mm -hmm. And I'm really. cowboy hats do you have to wear? <laughs> no, because like, I downloaded like a, an 18 gigabyte patch. When yeah, I they have patched that game a lot. Uh, nice, nice I love easy patch to get. Huh? Yeah, I'm being facetious. I mean, but... It's funny yeah. because I put, God, probably close to 200 hours, which is like nothing compared to you for the guide. But I mean, I, I maxed out Fallout 3. Um, I, I did everything, got every achievement possible. Sorry, I played on 360. Uh, ah, every achievement gross. possible. Uh, played all the DLC, did every possible side quest. 
Um, and I want to do the same thing for New Vegas. And I do think New Vegas is a probably better game story-wise, probably a better game um, in terms of your actual impact on the events. But number one, because it was so buggy, and number two, because I thought the DLC was terrible, I just haven't gone back to it in the same way. Yeah, well, the reason I went back was, A, to play it on hardcore mode, because I want the Platinum Trophy. And playing on hardcore mode is both a pleasure and, and, and quite the pain in the ass. Yeah, it's it's really pain, interesting. Yeah. It's cool. You have to feed yourself and sleep and drink water and shit. It's kind of, it's kind of cool. Uh, but it's also, you have to be like very, you play it totally different. Like, you don't even heal when you like use a stim pack. It heals like over time. And like you, you, when you sleep, you don't heal. You can't cure your li- like broken limbs unless you go to a doctor and shit like that. It's like so really weird. fucking hard like, there, There's a certain point. I mean, I was talking to this, uh, talking to Brian Altano about this the other day. There's a certain point in games where it gets so realistic that I'm just like, man, I should really just be outside living my life. Like I, outside, I to, wandering the wasteland. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, it's like we were talking about. Uh, I spent so much time trying to get the Grand Theft Auto 4 thing for uh, going on a date and having it be successful. That I probably could have like actually courted a real life woman and gone on a real date. I don't think that's possible. That that, Nobody, I, you don't have that kind of time. I still remember that sort of exchange I had with my father, who when father. this was very long ago, when he his grasp of video games probably isn't as good uh, then as it is now. But he he would always be like, hey, you know, why don't you you're playing all those games? Why don't you go out and play like a game like football or soccer or something? You know? And I was like, I can't. Those don't replicate saving the goddamn world and what was you, you know? i hope you said did that you go, oh, what are you doing soccer you, you kicked the touchdown you start freaking out yeah sport got me is this where it all started is this where it stemmed from is what do you do you score the goal in the, in the football <laughs> my father doesn't know anything about sports actually he's not really into sports except swimming yeah he was in turtles big, he was a big swimming and he's into turtles yeah he math really turtles and math the sport of math the sport of math <laughs> a mathlete yes. some would call him mm. <laughs> uh no n- one calls him number five <laughs> Tokyo Jungle has a release date yeah. for North America and Europe. The quirky Japanese game is set to come to PSN in North America on September 25th right, and Europe on, 20, on September 26th. It will cost $15. Prey 2 has been conspicuously removed from Bethesda's website of upcoming releases. Conjecture has long swirled that the delayed game may be scrapped, but Bethesda insists otherwise, stating that since they announced that the game isn't coming out in 2012, it's not on their new site launch. Uh-huh. Doesn't, really make any, doesn't really make any sense at all. Well, especially because The Elder Scrolls Online is on there, and that's a 2013 game. So yeah, beyond. Very beyond. interesting. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be most interested to see what happened to Prey 2. My, my, my con- conjecture, I don't know anything about it, is that someone else will publish it. You think uh, so? Are yeah. you just going to let it go? I mean, there are all kinds of rumors about that. There are rumors that Human Head's not even working on it anymore, too, that Bethesda's internal team's taking over. It's so weird. That game, we had so much buzz when we first saw it. We liked it so much. It was awesome when I first saw it. I loved forever. it. And, but I guess it was just that one little sequence and the whole game's fucked. There's another game like that. I wonder what it it's, is. It's sad. What... <laughs> It's sad when when that stuff happens and something with promise just starts to just suffer through. The yeah, nastiness. you just gotta wonder like why? Why? Like, yeah, it seemed like they had their they had a great grasp on what, on that game. I don't know. I haven't seen it since 2011. What but. happened, man? What happened? What happened to us? Number seven. Sports oh, Champions sold, Two has a release date. Dust off that PlayStation Move in time for its release on October 30th. Mm, Halloween. Can't see Halloween plans. No more trick or treating. That was sports my champions on that story. Cancel your trick or treat. No, it was like dress up like a sports champion this Halloween. Okay, well that's pretty awful. terrible. We really? <laughs> it was close to that. Uh, number eight. I was tired. Machinarium finally has a release date on the PlayStation Network. Mm. After what seems like several years of porting, mm-hmm. I played the game like two and a half years ago or something like that. Two and uh, two, two and two and, and, two and, and half. Two and a half. <laughs> two and a half years. It will finally be released in September. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That game, that game looks fucking dope. Played so. that on Steam a long time ago. Yeah, it's been out since 2009 on PC. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, go farm, get it together. I, I, want, I like to see I Colin's think. eyes. It was blocking his eyes. I'm sorry. Oh, that's nice. Number nine. Here's an interesting tidbit about Remember Me. 
It was a PlayStation 3 exclusive at one time. Me. Remember under, to- under, Sony's, under Sony's tutelage, rather. The game was called Adrift, but Sony walked away from the project and returned the rights of the game back to its developer, at which point Capcom picked up the project, refocused it a bit, and saw it ported on Xbox 360. So that could have been yet another PlayStation Just, uh, exclusive. Another forgotten PlayStation. Yes. Real, real quick, can you guys uh, fill me in? Is that a Japanese studio developing that, or Western? No, they're European. European? Yeah. So, North, Western? Just, just Western. To, just geographically, like, <laughs> trying to think of like where it falls. If you flayed the world open and, and put it out, don't on flay the, the world open. It's all about perspective. Got all that mantle in there. You sure. got the, you got the magnesium cool. cores. You know what that? Mag the magnesium cores. Yeah. The magnesium core of the earth. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number ten. Media Molecule has confirmed that it's working on another project apart from its recently announced PlayStation Vita game called Tearaway. The team working on Tearaway apparently consists of only 15 people, meaning that a bulk of the studio is working on something else. Mm. Quote, the other project is very much in an early stage and is a toy. You don't mm. need to worry about it. <laughs> End quote. The studio jokingly told Eurogamer. What could it be? My conjecture, of course, is a PlayStation 4 game. Ooh, we'll see. Yeah. Quite the toy. I would like to see them do something. I mean, I, I think it was you who was saying that, that Tearaway looks really cool and unique, but it also kind of looks like a little big planet in some ways. So it would be cool if they did something with a totally like more mature art style or just just very different. Yeah, I would love to see them. That's the one different. where it's uh, it starts with the stage and it's like going through the different. Uh, yeah, and it has that awesome song. Oh yeah, the song that you like. Yeah, man, that they're my new favorite female folk trio from. Who was your favorite before? I don't think I had one, but they're <laughs> yeah. my new one. Who are the current favorite. ones? Who's who are the new ones? The the new ones. We're just are, throwing it around here. We're not mentioning uh, names. Hold on, I have it. Oh no! Uh, Forgot their name. Fill some. Fill thirty seconds. Number do, eleven. Do, do, <laughs> Mass Effect Three's long rumored Leviathan DLC has a release date. It will come to PlayStation Three on August twenty eighth and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty and PC on August twenty ninth. It's single player DLC. Oh, not more multiplayer Is DLC. It stealing sleep. Does it fill uh, in the yeah. ending? Uh, I don't know. Yep. No. Into the. Yeah, I thought the ending was just fine. Uh, number 12. Shuei Yoshida has yet again confirmed that The Last Guardian is still in development. Quote, the team is still working on it. That's the period of time when the game, looking from the outside, doesn't seem to be making much progress. But internally, there is a lot of work going on in creating the title. End quote. Is this the song here? So, yeah, this is uh, Stealing yeah. Sheep. Uh, I nope. mean, Sleep. <laughs> stealing Sleep. I misspoke. And the song is Shut Eye. That's it. It's a song from the Tearaway track. Okay. It's really cool. Leviathan. I'll play Leviathan. Although I wrote a a piece that you can find on IGN.com about why I don't want more Shepard DLC, but they ignored me and hate me. Number 13. Sly Cooper Thieves in Time has been delayed. Initially slotted to come out this year, Thieves in Time will now launch for both PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita in early 2013. Look for a review from me in five months. They they did (laughs) confirm to us that it will be on... um, The demo will still be in the Ratchet & Clank collection. Cool. Yeah, I don't know what the problem is with that game. I feel like they just delayed it. Yeah, there, well, there. To, to make room. Is he yeah, going to go? That statement, is he going to go back in time to when the game first came out and talk to him himself no. in the PS2 version? That's a grand, that's a, you can't have grandfather paradoxes in Sly Cooper games. Uh, well, we'll see. Or life. We? Be cool if when they did that though. Then that part in the Sly collection opened up, and it kind of became canon all wrapped up together. You know Whoa. what I mean, Colin? I got you. Fate. You've got one off the Roper Report. Oh. It's a reader submission from William. He wrote into beyond at IGN.com. My girlfriend and I have been going out for almost three years now. The other day, I was planning to pop the question. I booked her favorite restaurant and had the whole evening planned. At the end of the meal, I got down on one knee and said, if I wanted to know what games came to stores, where should I go? P.S. This whole story is fake. William Beyond. <laughs> that was quite the proposal. I hope she left you. The official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. This is where you go. This is one hell of a In week. stereo. So sit 
Your ass. Fucking tight. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I like the F in, in there. Is like it, it, it puts like a nice cadence. Thank cadence you. on. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Sort it out. I like the F in. <laughs> uh, all right. Number one, Transformers Fall of Cybertron is available digitally. 8.5, IGN.com. Uh, and also available at retail. Still uh, an 8.5 at retail. Michael Jackson, the experience is available digitally. Uh-huh. Oh, Counter-Strike no. Global Offensive. Digitally. Yeah. Digitally. Wait, do I have to review another Michael Jackson game? No, no same game. It came to iPhone. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 2 and Metal Gear Solid 3 are both available individually for both PS3 and Vita for $15 a piece. Way of the Samurai 4 is available digitally. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure HD is available. Nice. Deep Black is available. I'll be looking at that. I'll probably that review is. it sometime early it's next Black. week. It's supposed to be like a third-person shooter. Okay. Retrograde, which we have a review up. Uh, you gave it a 7, right? Yeah. That's, that's Play it backwards. Uh, Crazy Strike Bowling. Don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> Legacista, uh, we have someone looking into that for review. Yep, we'll have a review up in the I played it a little bit. Days. I can tell you that it's uh, not going to be for everyone, but it's it's good. Uh, yeah, if you are not in the Japanese games, you better stay the far far away as possible yeah, from Legacist as you possibly can. I, I booted it up that, that day that we got our, uh, our codes for it, and it's, it's it'll definitely be polarizing. It's, yeah, it's, it's cool. All right, so for anyone that wants to know, real, uh, quick aside. Mm, please. Just imagine those PSP games, Cladden, which are the, the pixelated 2D dungeon crawlers, mm-hmm. but it's in HD on a PS3. There's so many similarities between those games. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. So, yeah. If uh, you liked Cladden, get Legacy stuff. Cladden. That's it for uh, PSN. I didn't get the, the retail games, but I think Transformers is the only one that came out. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, Nailed it. Yeah, that's right. And then for minis, Chopper 1, The Next Space and Top Trump's NBA All-Stars. Also a PS2 classic, Gungrave Overdose. Oh, Gungrave. Yeah. I don't think I ever played Overdose, actually. And I just played the original. that is all. Nothing for Vita. No PS1 classics. No PSP games. That's it. Oh, yeah. A sad yeah. state of affairs. That's a hell of a... That's a great list of games, I think. Yeah. There's like probably a half a dozen games Anybody? that are worth playing on there. Sorry, Colin. It's okay. Interrupted. Anybody going to play Cybertron? Nope. No. Uh, if there's an extra copy, I'm kind of thinking play. about it. Yeah. I, did you I play the first one? The, the trailer is. Uh, yeah, I did. I never beat it though. Yeah. Go figure. And so I. Good old yeah. Ryan Clements. Start screen. Start screen Clements. We call you. Ryan. Yep. Start screen Clements. <laughs> I, I pressed start. No, not for me. Done. Checked it out. <laughs> Ryan. One uh, percent trophy. Hey, don't worry. I got on a Steam Close. sale. No big deal. <laughs> You're on to something else. You're looking at the K-pop videos. Yeah. We're already got life already in a nutshell. Yeah, like I, no. I already want to play Darksiders and Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs is on my coffee table. And I just keep looking at it longingly. Yeah. Like, God, am I ever gonna have time to get I think, to that? I think Mike jacked that copy for me. Fine. Well, Mike won't even put it in. He'll. Oh shit! I forgot I had this. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't know I had Sleeping Dogs. <laughs> I'll just replace it with Portillo sleeping on his floor. I'll never know. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, there are. I agree, though. There are too many games, and I'm, I'm concentrating on new vegas right now i still want to play skyrim but i'm waiting for them to like i played skyrim for 25 hours but I, i'm waiting for them to properly patch it and release all the dlc then i'll go back to that i mean maybe if there's like a game of the year edition or something um otherwise i need to platinum uncharted 3 still mm. um oh speaking yeah. of platinum so forever i have needed two trophies in little big planet 2 to get the platinum like huh? one of them's easy i'll get it tonight but um just the tip the other one is i have to grapple with three other people yeah and someone someone on twitter told me i can do it if i have four controllers yeah it's like really complicated because i have to hold r1 and do a bunch of stuff so I, i'm gonna take home two controllers and try to do it myself tonight okay if i can't do it <laughs> i'm gonna see if i can find anyone to help. that won't be hard speaking of all of us playing stuff i know it's not on ps3 hopefully yet because I would love them to port it, but Orcs Must Die 2 is absolutely awesome. Mm. If anybody played the original one, it's it's so good. So, 
Okay. Keep that in mind. Only available on Steam and Xbox? Right now, I think it, I think it's actually only on Steam right now. I don't even think it's on Xbox, but gotcha. I could be wrong. That's okay. cool. That's a smart thing to talk about in this podcast. D- are we not supposed to inform people about good games? I was just trying to think about something to make funny about, but I can't even. I, I'm not quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> Colin's a little tuckered out. It's a little tuckered out today. All right, uh, let's get to topic of the week. Ta, 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 ta. Colin, we put up our top 25 list of PlayStation yes, 3 games for 2012. The internet loved it. Internet loved it. It was. It was. There was a harsh divide. If you're not aware, ladies and gentlemen, top 25 list goes up. Uh, and then you either love it or you hate it, and you decide to yell at us on Twitter and or in the comments below on the article. And I thought we had a great list. I thought we had a really good list. Oh, I do too. Yeah, okay. And people yelling yeah. at me doesn't really change my mind about yeah, that. Yeah, no, it never really happens. Had some, had some beef, I saw. Well, yeah, he wants Demon Souls and Dark Souls to be on there, but Demon Souls and Dark Souls don't belong anywhere near that list. Oh, <laughs> the burn. <laughs> Colin, uh, Colin reclined in his chair when he said that. Colin's getting like comfortable. Like a kingpin. <laughs> Colin's yeah. comfortable in this one. Colin, what, what was our goal with this list of the top 25 this it year? To, it was to own it. Exactly. We wanted to go out there and champion it. Here's the problem, ladies and gentlemen, and I, I've talked about this on the podcast beyond. I think every year we talk about this list. I hate lists. I hate these fucking lists so goddamn much. And so the point is that when we did them in the past, and I think we changed this with PSN. That was the first one we ever did this with, right? Where we were like, we're going to own this. Yeah. We, we, last year when we did PSN, we decided to own it because the years before, we'd go into this room, we'd be like, well, we need a sports game on there. Well, the show's pretty good. Oh, we need a racing game on there. Burnout's pretty good. It's like, yeah, these are great games. We're not taking away from that, but that we're also not speaking from our own personal expertise here. Some kid on Twitter was like, well, it seems like you should have just named this list the top 25 Colin and Greg games. Lol. And no, that is exactly what it is, actually. And that's how the intro to it, it comes in, saying what we did, how we did this, is that, yeah, we are here to own this list and put things on there. I approached the list, Colin, when we sat down to do it, as saying, if you just bought the PS3 and you came to me and you needed 25 games to play, these are the 25 games I would recommend. Right, and, we, and it's important to know that the, the list was a compromise because... There are games that are not on the list that I think should have been on the list, and there are games that Greg thinks should have been sure. on the list that are that are not on the list, and uh, and even the placement of some games. I will tell you that Greg and I unanimously agree that Uncharted Three is is the best game on PlayStation Three, mm-hmm. and so um, just based on the experience, I mean, uh, Greg and I are in total agreement about that. But a lot of the other games are reflection fall somewhere in, in in terms of where we both think they are should be, but somewhere in the middle, if that makes any sense. So. Um, yeah, people are upset about the, some. Well, some people are upset about the list. So I don't really care personally. Uh, well, I think we care. I don't. I, 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 really I care, don't care about I mean, your I, opinion I, of I, games, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, I I don't. I mean, it's like I, I care about people's opinions of games, but I don't care about them complaining about the well, list. Sure, it's sure, not going to sure, sure, change sure, sure. anything. Well, it's, the whole point of the list is that it's like we're saying here is that we're owning it and we're saying these are the ones we want. We want to know what your list is too. No, we, I, we I, don't I, care if you're no, going to be mean to us. I of course I care about what people's opinions on games are, but people are like you guys are assholes. Metal Gear's not on the list, and Dark Souls. Like, dude, like that's first of all like. Like, that's not going to change anything. It's not your list. It's our list. And so this is a reflection of, of our own games. Yeah. Um, and, well, yeah, people are allowed to tell their own opinions. But I feel, I feel like people are getting a little combative. Yeah. No, that was little, an interesting like, one. A little, a little much. Let's start it's, with Nathan yeah. Porter instead. Nathan okay. Porter writes into Beyond at IGN.com. He just, just want to let you know that your top 25 PS3 games list was absolutely fantastic. Both Greg and Gollum have great opinions, and I love the commentary below each game. Dot, nice. dot, dot. What I didn't understand is how negative our community has become. All the negative comments surrounding this list, but, but what I think these people are missing that this is Greg and Colin's top 25 list. It's their opinion, or not mine or anyone else's. Everyone changes their minds and goes through stages. Of course, some games would seem like they should be on there. Of course, some people would disagree. Of course, everyone should discuss games that they believe in and should be on the list. I just think that we need to remember the difference between voicing an opinion and actually being a drag on the great community that is the PlayStation team and Podcast Beyond. Beyond Nathan Porter. 100% agreed. Yeah. And, I, and I'll say this, and, well I, and, I, and, and I implore anyone 
to explain it possibly. Everyone's like, this should be Colin and Greg's list, not the top 25 PS3 games. So what you're basically saying is that your opinion on the game actually reflects the, what the top 25 PS3 games are. But when, it, but when it's Greg and Colin, the guys who play PlayStation for a living, and just by the, the grace of God have happened to have played basically every PlayStation game because we just have access to all of these games, that somehow diminishes us to have to label it as our games. But when something on it doesn't, you know, that you don't agree with, then it should just be generally the top 25 PS3 games. It makes no sense. You know, like, Chase writes in. Chase writes in with a question. I think most people had it beyond at IGN.com. Why is Metal Gear Solid 4 not on the list? So I'm wondering out of curiosity why it isn't on there. How can a game from 2008 that received a perfect 10 from IGN and a glowing recommendation from Greg not make the list? So here's the deal. I'm you know I'm buying a PS3 and I look up that list. Yada yada yada. I don't understand how Vanquish can make the list as a must play while Metal Gear Solid 4 doesn't. I mean I understand it's your opinion. He's being respectful. I'm I've, I'm jumping around here. I just want to know what can make Metal Gear Solid 4 not a game I need to play. Thank you, Chase. You, you are a level-headed person. A lot of people not level-headed about the, uh, the exclusion of Metal Gear Solid 4 from there. And I understand it is a confusing message to many people who don't listen to podcasts, read blogs, pay attention to everything we say. Metal Gear Solid got a 10 when it came out. Correct. Metal Gear Solid, I still think, is a great game. I did not review it. I was secondary, secondary comments on that. I did not uh, give it a perfect 10 myself. The reason Metal Gear Solid 4 is not on the list is because as much as I love Metal Gear Solid, I'm an unabashed Metal Gear Solid fan, everyone knows that about me, as much as I love Metal Gear Solid 4, if you just bought a PS3 and you wanted the top 25 games to play on the PS3, I would never tell you Metal Gear 4, because if you've never played any other Metal Gear, that game loses all relevancy to why it's so great. If you're just there and you're like, oh, who's this Meryl chick? Why does this goddamn Drebin guy have a monkey? You're like, wait, this game's why stupid. Why does this guy keep crapping his pants? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like there's why, so why there's so much the backstory to that. Whereas I think with an Uncharted, like the people ask why we let sequels on the list, Infamous, Infamous Two, Uncharted, Uncharted Two, Uncharted Three. Those are games that you could totally jump right into Uncharted Three and you'd be fine. You wouldn't understand that you know there was a, how serious that history is with those characters, but you get caught up right away and you're fine. You're ready to go. I don't think Metal Gear Solid Four sets the stage that way. And I want to take some of the heat off you on that, too, in terms of the fact that, like we said, this is a compromise. And I don't like that game, you know? So even if, like, if Greg and I liked it, I think, the same way, it might have actually snuck onto the list somewhere. But, like, it's a compromise. It's just like how, you know, I think uh, New Vegas should have been on the list and Greg doesn't agree. I think Dead Space should have been on the list and Greg doesn't agree. And so those games, instead of being in the 20s somewhere and the high teens, are just not on the list, you know? So I do want to take some of the heat off you in that respect, too, because... Yeah, I don't think it's fair that you get all you somehow get all of the blame that Metal Gear's not on the list. Obviously, I don't like Metal Gear Solid Four. I, I think, and a lot of people are talking. The one thing that bothers me about the about the, the reaction to the list is not that people don't like it. It's like whatever. I don't really care. But the 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 thing that bothers me the most is that um, that people are t- shit, shit talking two games in particular, Catherine and Vanquish. If you're talking shit about Catherine and Vanquish, you have not played them. You know, yeah. and so and, and so I, I I implore you if you if you're wondering why Vanquish in particular is on the list, play it. Yeah, go play Vanquish. <laughs> You yeah. know? I mean, and and for both those games, they're experiences, right? Like, that's the whole point. Is like, we're trying to build a list that you could say you walk in, you buy it, and you're going to enjoy these games, and you're going to get something different out of each one of them. Hopefully, obviously, there's the sequels that's going to be different. But Catherine is something completely unique. Catherine is a completely unique, awesome game that you should be playing. You know what I mean? And it needs to get that nod no matter what. Yeah, I think Catherine's like an extraordinary game, and I think Vanquish is... I mean, he has like how Metal Gear Solid 4 can't be on the list, but, and Vanquish can be. Well, Vanquish beats Metal Gear Solid 4 in, game, in gameplay in spades. I mean, like you can't even you can't even compare the two in terms of gameplay. If you like Metal Gear Solid Four, it's the, the, and you, I'm sure you like the way the game plays, but it's also about the experience, the story, the characters, all that, and that's fine. And you're t- totally entitled to that opinion. I don't, you know, that's totally fine. But gameplay matters to me the most, generally, and unless it's a game like such an immersive experience, like Fallout or something like that. Bioshock. In which in which case, yeah, well, Bioshock I think has great gameplay. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so I, I just I don't understand the hate about those games. Everyone's entitled to their own opinions, but like, yeah. and they can hate the list all they want. And that's totally fine. We'll do the PSN list. They're gonna hate that too. Uh, no, and I don't. And, I don't want to be in here with the the broad uh, strokes here on hate. There was a lot of people supporting us who said it was a good list. It's just as usual. Every time we post anything on IGN, the negative is what rises to the top the quickest because people yeah, are more and mad it's a, about it. It's a total shame because it's like we're trying to sh- you know open. We're not trying to hurt anyone. We're trying to like show you games that like wow these are really those are all great games. Every game on that list. Another one is Spec Ops. Like people are really you know wary yeah. about why Spec Ops. That Spec Ops is awesome. You know like just play it. You know, take my word for it about some of these games, and just go play them. And if you and if you still have a qualm with them afterwards, then that will surprise me. The whole point of these lists, right, you know. is that they're they are not infallible. That they are our opinions, and it's us giving you recommendations on what you should play. And you know, you're welcome to have your own thing. But I mean, like, yeah, the people who are like super pissed and calling for people to be fired or whatever because Dark Souls isn't on there, it's like, all right, well, that's <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a bit. It, just because the game isn't on the list doesn't mean the game's not good. I would I, I I would genuinely love to have some sort of way to bring those people like the moment they're about to write the angry like this guy should be fired Dear IGN. They, they suddenly teleport into the room with you you know you're in a conference room with greg miller and i believe like, that oh, show right is now. called hater on the cw network ah look at and that some There's guy was show. like hey snooki you're a fat piece of garbage and then they would bring him in the room and snooki's in there and he had to explain why she's a fat piece of garbage <laughs> <laughs> god bless the cw uh andrew ryan you've been quiet sorry we've had a we've had a railroad the conversation over here How, what did you think oh. of the list what do you think of the reaction what's going on over there oh, i think it, first of all i thought you were only talking to me because he's andrew ryan which is my first and middle name um, I keep now forgetting I, you're straight out of Bioshock. Well, that's not true. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, he combines. Is a this, man so not like. entitled <laughs> to the sweat off his brow? Um, and I think the list is great. I think um, I think it's especially bold to put Uncharted three and two as the one and two spots because they deserve it. I mean, frankly, like it, it, it's funny to me that like Uncharted one got pushed back to what like fifteen, sixteen, or something somewhere in there. Yeah, and that game is still so good that it's like really when you think about how good you know 15 16 other games have to be to be ahead of that i think it just like speaks volumes to how hard it is to rank these things and you guys had like a ridiculous monumental task and i think you did a really good job i mean i think it would be hard to do a top 50 or 100 ps3 games too but it's like you guys kept it to this line and you know you have to make cuts to do that and i think people freaking out that their favorite game is left off is left off is dumb because it's like that's what why the comments exist that's why beyond at ign.com exists like i i think it's really cool when people are respectful and write in they're like hey i disagree i think this game should have been on because that's what you're doing you're starting a conversation by saying what you think the essential 25 ps3 games are Mm -hmm. and i think you did a really good job of that yeah i would have been much more down with with the dissension on the list if people were just nicer about it you know because it just yeah, it just seems so like it's like, one of those it things just seems like this is, seems especially nice. venomous the easy, here's the thing i think that we get a lot we get a uh, lulled into sometimes is that we Lull. have the best playstation community on the internet right podcast beyond ign in general and when we do something like a top 25 list that opens the doors to aren't uh, the people who aren't our normal audience the people who don't read everything we normally put and that's when you get people in there who don't know who we are and don't know podcast beyond and don't know this and want to just rail on the fact that, that this game wasn't included you know what i mean i think that's the difference and that's why don't let it get you get you down i think the core beyond people the people listening right now are fine they were they were respectful well they after doing this for many years i, I i've uh developed a, a quite thick skin that's in, in a terms lot of, you bruise like a peach i do i do bruise you're like a, a georgia peach, peach. <laughs> yes <laughs> but there, there are still there are still certain things that disappoint me and that's definitely one of them like i i know when i write um art like it's the same thing with the some of the articles i've written you know about uh political correctness and stuff like that where like people are so like tongue-tied because they simply aren't able to articulate a response as to why they disagree that they just get angry and say like mean and hateful shit that you know in those cases proves my point yeah. in this particular in this particular instance it's just disappointing that people don't understand that like we love playstation too uh 
we love PlayStation 3, too. And, <laughs> and that, you know, it sucks, like, when we put, like, our heart and soul into something like this, do a video and, like, all those kinds of things. And, like, there's, like, you could just respectfully disagree or even ardently disagree but do it in a way that doesn't like call into question like the character of the person who made the list or whatever like we're trying like we're paid off or we're trying to hurt someone or hurt a developer or you know just right. make you know like you were doing it for clicks we love metal gear or we forgot metal gear solid 4 like to be perfectly honest with you the first thing we said when we made this list is metal gear solid 4 is not gonna be on this list so like it's not like they you go into that list and the number one playstation 3 game is halo reach i mean uh, it's it'd be awesome if it know, was <laughs> so it is i mean i think you've said it well though because one of the things that's so great about this job and one of the things i know you in particular love about this column is is talking about games is having a conversation about mm-hmm. games whether it's internally or with fans and i think that's really what you want is a jumping off point for that and when people kind of crap all over that by just being jerks about it it makes it you know less fun less interesting less uh, conversational yeah i mean these should be one of the coolest and most conversational pieces we do every yep. year we've done it for years now and and the psn list like i said like i i, I mean i'm so, i'm to, this I'm totally going into the PSN list a little sour, just knowing that like it's like we can't, you know, we can't please everyone. But I wish that people acknowledge that we can't please everyone, and like that we we gave it our best try, and that you can take a hundred different people with totally with a hundred completely different lists, and it doesn't invalidate or validate anyone's list more or less. PSN so. list will be fine. PSN list is the, the list that attracts people who either are real diehard PlayStation fans and already listening to us and already down with how we roll, or people who don't have the grounds. The things on like the top twenty-five PS3 games, people are like walking, we're Skyrim. Skyrim didn't fucking run for us. That's where Skyrim is. You know what I mean? Like Skyrim didn't run on the PS3. It doesn't need to get a nod on this in this front because of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally agree. And 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 I think um, yeah. What's frustrating too is that people are like, "Where's Journey? Where's?" It's like yeah, it's, the third, read... it's the third sentence in the article, man. <laughs> you know, like the third, the, literally on, the third man. sentence. Uh, let's keep it. Let's keep the dis- the man who feeds you. Uh, Craig from wrong, uh, Craig come from Ireland writes and he goes beyond at IGN.com. I saw your article on the top twenty five PS three games. Infamous two is higher on the list than Infamous was, even though Infamous got a better score. Do you guys think that score alone doesn't do a game doesn't do games justice? In hindsight, can certain games be a better experience despite their review score? Hi, yeah. Craig from Dublin. Uh, of course. I mean, that's the whole point. Like, th- this is the whole point of why it's crazy to get bent out of shape about the list, I think, is the fact that if you wanted the list to be objective, I guess, in quotes, it would just be you'd go to PS3 reviews and then you would sort by score and then the first 25 games would be those games and that's how it would be. Like, there needs to be a debate and there needs to be compromises and there needs to be arguments and there needs to be these come together with a, con- you know, a conclusive, this is what we think it is, and then me and Colin take that list and show it to somebody else and show it to somebody else and everybody gets to chime in and we kind of feed off each other. Otherwise, yeah. it would just be a boring list of the rankings i mean i think there needs to be breath to the list in terms of the fact that like really when it comes down to it greg and i are the only people in the office that play playstation 3 like crazy and so it's it's our default right like we're like we're really the only ones that the straight default to playstation no one else in this office does what about you go farmer you you, i don't forget where you are I'm kind of lean towards okay. PS3. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this isn't really, a slight on our coworkers. No, 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 no. Yeah. no yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. it's just that, like, so it's we have a very limited, we have a very limited group in which we can, we can authoritatively talk to because most people default to PC or Xbox, which is totally fine and that's totally their prerogative. I, I don't, I, fr- frankly, the way the generation started, I don't blame them. Yeah, <laughs> but. Um, you know, so like we we do the best we can, you know, with the limited feedback that people can give us. Those people understand that their feedback can be limited because they just haven't played as many games as Greg and I have, and. We do the best we can with the list. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. you know, I especially am super fond of the PSN. I don't think there's a bigger advocate of PlayStation Network in the entire industry than me in terms of uh, in terms of the media. Like as far as like how I try to turn people on to awesome games that they don't know about. Rainbow Moon's a really good example of that recently, which was the second best selling game on PSN. No one really talked about it. No one really knew about it. You know, and, and yep. you know that's kind of cool and that's exciting. That's why the PSN list should be excited. But I'm 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 you know I'm 
I think I'm 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 saddened by the by no, the, be sad. the response. Um, one one quick wow, thing. Andrew to Goldfarb saying, "Don't be sad." Oh come on! I'm a happy. Come fella. on. Uh, to to speak to the specific question from the Irish gentleman. What's yes. Craig from, from Dublin, the Irish. <laughs> from our from our Irish contingent, uh, Timmy O'Toole, I believe. No, um, just as far as review scores and how Infamous Two may have scored lower than Infamous, like our reviews are really meant to just be a snapshot in time, you know. Mm-hmm. And and looking at a game that was you know a nine point in you know two thousand eight or whatever, it might not be a nine point now, or it might be, you know. And I, I think that's what's so interesting and why it requires conversation because again, you're not just looking at the scores; the scores are kind of. Um, one reviewer's opinion from you know whenever that happened to be posted on the site, but yeah. it might not be the case anymore. All right. Yeah, and, and and I will say you know really quickly, Greg, that um, you reviewed Infamous and I reviewed Infamous too. Yeah. And that Different the scoring rubrics, rubrics have also yeah. changed in that time. And you know the I hate scores, and you know, like you hate lists, I hate scores. Yeah. And the the thing I would love to. You know, if it was like I've said a billion times, if it was up to me, we would not have scores for specifically for things like this. Yeah. Read the review. And then compare the two. Yeah. Sure. So I get it. I get why people are confused by the score. I totally understand that, like externally, why people are confused. And this is getting this score, and this is getting a score. Metal Gear has a 10, but it's not on the list, and all these things. I, I get it. And that's why I think scores are somewhat destructive, you know, to yeah. the review, to the critical process, as opposed to just being like, it's a good game. It's not a good game. Yeah. Play yeah. it. Don't. You know, that kind of thing. How about some stats, Colin? Sure. We got some stats I here. Like stats. The kid's name didn't get copied over, so we'll call him Nate Ahern. Nate mm-hmm. Ahern writes, and he says, Thanks again for putting the, putting out the list to spark conversation, recapping some of the biggest games for consideration. Here are some key stats to combat the many complaints. There are 11 PlayStation exclusives on the list just this year. Why some want only exclusives, I'm not sure, but there are a large number of exclusives yeah, on the I list. I don't get that either. The average IGN rating is 9.2. Definitely represents the top games, even if they aren't someone's personal top games. Uh, the, this list represents 10 of the top 25 games on, the, on IGN, sorted by score for PS3. Many people are complaining about the lack of Metal Gear Solid 4 and noting its top score. Here are 15 games in the top 25 that were left off. I doubt many people will complain about their other omissions. Metal Gear Solid 4, Skyrim, COD, Modern Warfare 2, Rayman Origins, Little Big Planet 1, Resistance 2, FIFA Soccer 12, NBA 2K11, NBA 2K12, Ratchet and Clank Tools of Destruction, Blue Blas Blue, Calamity Trigger, Rock Band, Demon's Souls, Killzone 2, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. Yeah, Killzone was another one people were not happy about, being on those lists. I feel like you could make a good argument for Rayman Origins. You could. I, 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 I don't know. I don't think it... I think Colin's saving his argument for the Vita version. Mm. Yeah, Vita I mean, I think, I think the Vita version is awesome. Yeah. I mean, other if you're playing alone, the Vita version is the definitive version. We will... We will oh, by the way, I also want to make the argument, because, you know, someone had brought up, I think it was, it, it was Clements, maybe, doing, fi- you know, top 50 list or whatever, or like making the, the list bigger or whatever. It's actually something Greg and I talked about. And, mm. and because of uniformity, we, with the other lists, because everything with the ball was already in motion, uh, we couldn't do that. But I hope that we're able to do that next year because yeah. then we can accommodate more games. Then I'm sure games like Killzone and Metal Gear and Gran Turismo will actually sneak onto the list. And um, we, we can, yeah, kind of, I don't think so. <laughs> and, then, and then we can, and then we can uh, accommodate more games, but based on like the, the, the room we were given. Yeah. Yeah. We know, had to do what we had to do. Yeah. All right, how about some, before we get done with Toe here, some quick fire questions for all of us about Love it. Love the quick fire. Mm-hmm. All right, this one comes from Alan Martinez. He says, Beyond. 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 What's up, Beyond crew? My name is Alan Martinez. Good job with the top 25 PS3 game list. Now, on to my questions. Ryan. Yeah. How difficult is Catherine, and is, is it worth it? And is it worth it? It's absolutely worth it, and if you play it on normal, I'd say it only gets impossibly frustrating extremely late in the game. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it is a very manageable challenge. Gold on farm. Normal. 
I have never played Bioshock and I want to, but I remember that there was this article on IGN.com that said people who purchase Bioshock Infinite on PS3 will also receive Bioshock for free. Should I wait, even though it's been delayed, or should I just go buy it now? Go buy it now. First of all, it's really cheap. I mean, you can get Bioshock for like 10 bucks new, I think, and uh, you'll be waiting another six months, uh, almost exactly six months, if you wait for Infinite. So okay. I would buy it now. Okay. Uh, Greg, if Saints Row the Third was not on the list, would you replace it with Metal Gear Solid 4 or a different game? If so, which game? Um, it's an interesting question there, Alan Martinez. I don't. I think Saints Row deserves to be on there, so I wouldn't think about replacing it and stuff. And I didn't. It's not like we don't count down to twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine. Like I don't know what was we ended up cutting there in the end and stuff. But Saints Row's good. Again, I still I love Metal Gear Four and I love Metal Gear in general. And I still wouldn't. I wouldn't say Metal Gear Four needs to be on that short list of what you need to play at that moment because you need so much history on it. Now, Peace Walker. Oh boy. Pause Peace Walker, you jump right in. Ooh, daddy. Oh, we already did God. the definitive PSP list, though, right? So we're never going to revisit yeah, that again. Yeah, I think Peace Walker was number one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, Colin, mm. is it too late for me to play Fallout 3? I've never played it before. No, absolutely not. Fallout, Fallout 3 is one of the great games. Uh, like I said in our video, you should watch our video, by the way. You can watch on YouTube or IGN, where we, we put into video the top 25 PS3 games, and I, I really like that video a lot. Yeah, really good job. Um, I say in that video that, that Fallout is one of the definitive releases, basically, of all time. And you can love it or hate it, but what the game is, in its essence, and like what it does, and what the meaning it had on the industry, and, and the way it pushed the industry forward, uh, makes Fallout 3 like one of those probably handful, like dozen games that everyone must play. And, and I would add, to the, you know, it's like Super Mario Brothers, and Zelda, and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and that Fallout 3 is one of those games. Watching your part of that video where you talk about Fallout 3 really made me want to go home and turn Fallout 3 back on. Yeah. And I think I still, I, my, you killed my PS3 because you're a bastard. Mm -hmm. But I think I have a save backed up still that would be there. Like, it really made you me want to. You should start over No way. Or play New Vegas. No, I want, I, I've tried to get in New Vegas twice. It just doesn't stick for me. It's weird. I know, New it's Vegas real weird. way better further in when you realize the stakes and what's going on and how you're affecting things. I, I think uh, the way the ending changes based on what you've done is incredible in new vegas and, and that's one of the places where it totally trumps fallout 3 and like we said i think the way it, way it trumps fallout 3 in particular is the, the gray morality in the game it's yes. not it, like i've said before it's not black or white like and the decisions you make seem good and are bad or seem bad and are good and like the way the game just kind of fucks with you especially as you get about two-thirds of the way two-thirds of the way through the game and you do have that branch where like you can't go back yep. and you make a certain decision is awesome. It's very different than Fallout 3, I think, in a lot of ways. I don't, think, I don't think that game gets the credit it deserves in a lot of ways. It's amazing, and it's, it's also very different than even when you look at, like, Mass Effect or Infamous or any of these, like, you know, good, bad decisions where it's just, like, a 50-50 black or white thing. Like, Fallout New Vegas has all those factions you have to treat, and, and you never even realize when you're completing one mission what you're doing to your relationship with one of those, and I think it's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. It's a, it's a, it's a deep game. It's deeper than Fallout 3. Um, yeah, and I, I hope that's, what's, that's why the the bugs and stuff are a shame because I think it, it, a lot of people I know Mitch is one of them got really into it was enjoying it and because of a bug that crashed his game and made made him lose like two hours worth of progress he just walked away from it and never wants to go back and like stuff like that sucks like it, it sucks when things like that happen yeah ladies and gentlemen this is podcast beyond episode two hundred fifty four one of our ongoing features here is all about PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Yeah. Basically, it's this uh, mascot fighter, if you haven't seen it, coming from Superbot Entertainment. You get all these characters together, they do get out, you have a good time. It's a little bit like Smash Brothers, but we won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> what we do on Beyond is we pitch someone for the dream roster, someone that needs to be added to the roster of characters. So far, we've had some good ones. We had me pitching Ethan Mars. Crash Bandicoot came up. Uh, Goldfarb knocked it out of the park last week with the Sound Shapes blob. Sound Shapes blob. <laughs> uh, Colin, it's your time to shine. Who do you want to see added to the on? dream roster? The one you wanted. Oh, we, I thought we decided on the other one. No. 
Oh, okay. Well, I said I thought Mega Man would be a, an obvious uh, inclusion in the list, and uh, we were a little concerned about doing Mega Man because he was just included in Street Fighter Cross Tekken, and of course his his seminal fighting roles in Marvel vs. Capcom too. But um, you got to sell us on it right now. Well, I think I think you know this is a great time for Mega Man because you know like we were talking about actually we talked about on Game Scoop last week, which was um, this is the time is is right for uh, a reboot of Mega Man. But I think that in the in, if he was going to be in, in All Stars, I think you'd have to use classic Mega Man, the Blue Bomber Mega Man, eight bit Mega Man, not 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 in eight bit looks, but like the way I want to be looks. No, I think that's that, I don't think that's a good. Can idea. he be some kind of hybrid? He's <laughs> like half eight bit. He's like horrible. He's a monster. He can't do anything. No, I, I think I think you have to have him in his eight bit form. So not in eight bit graphics, but you know the way he is supposed to look when he's drawn in eight bit. The okay. way Anafune drew, for instance, on our wall. Yeah. Um. So he'd be small. I think Mega Man's only four foot four. In in um. In the war, should they call him Megan Boy? Uh, sure. I mean, he was born at that age when he was put together because he's a robot. Yeah. So Doctor Light was kind of. Is it kind of creepy that Doctor Light is was making weird. a boy? Yeah, it is a little weird. Well, Doctor Light made a boy and a girl. <laughs> Doctor Light is a saint. First of all, he, so okay. let's let's cut yeah. that out right yeah. now. Let's nip that one in the bud. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, so the, the the story, of course, of Mega Man is is that Doctor Light and Doctor Wily were were a team of scientists working in some creepy laboratory somewhere, and and Dr. they the Doctor Wily, <laughs> and they create um, six robots. And they're, the robots are meant to be used in various ways. So, like what, like packaging and stuff? No, so like, like, like to help, like to help with in- industry mostly. So, sure, like, pack, like putting cardboard boxes together. Right. So there was the guy. There was the robot. This was the seventh robot that they they scrapped, which was the robot that was on an assembly line, and, and he would put things in a box and tape them, and then put it on a on, okay. a, on a pallet. Sorry. Uh, but like, Cutman was made to to like help t- timber felling, and Iceman was made for like Arctic exploration, and and um, Gutsman was made for like heavy lifting at construction sites and stuff like that but dr wiley reprograms them to to do evil things and so um but he doesn't reprogram Mega Man and his sister robot roll um or rock and roll as they are in, yes. in japanese and so uh you know they resist and then they end up fighting each other then dr wiley goes crazy and then creates his own robots and so it goes on and on and on that's Mega Man too um so i think we have to have Mega Man encapsulated uh in the first one uh from the first game and like in marvel vs. capcom 2 where he's able to use like the leaf shield from woodman and Mega Man 2 he can have access to some to some weapons, which I think would be really cool, like you know the, the like, like metal the bubbles, like the bubbles, for instance. I think the metal blade for Mega Man Two would be a really cool one. Um, but it kind of reminds me that of of Smash Brothers in the sense that like they really they really could have had a Pokemon trainer like character of Doctor Wily as well, and I think that that would have been really cool as well. Where like Doctor Wily's in the background and he summons forward like you know three or four robot masters, just like the Pokemon trainer uses like Charizard mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. So that's a different idea where Wily could actually be in the game. But I think Mega Man would be a, a great inclusion, a good third party inclusion. Capcom is already cooperating with them because they're doing Dante. Yeah. Um. So give it me would... some levels. What do you got for level one, two, and three supers here? Uh, I think the level one could just be like the mega, regular power. You know, the the, the Buster. A shot from Mega Man 4 where he just powers up his buster and lets it go, and, right. and that's worth three shots. Okay. So they're actually totally equivalent. Uh, but the second one maybe can can be something stupider. Uh, uh, m- maybe call <laughs> that's him. How, this is how Superbot's design doc goes. <laughs> Level one, good idea. Level two, something stupider. Yeah, something something much stupider. Omar so, Kendall scratching his head, staring at the board, so tapping his white mark. So maybe the, maybe the stupid thing can can have something to do with roll and roll coming in and killing enemies, which doesn't really make with any sense broom. because she has a vacuum. Yeah, she has like a broom and a vacuum. Like yep. like me- Mega that's sexist. That real no pro- no that it's real not, progressive. Not. Mega robot. woman just comes in with a vacuum. She 
she she's a housekeeping robot, so she has like in at least in the Mega Man cartoon in the intro she had like where Mega Buster like where Mega Man's Mega Buster is she has like a vacuum thing. <laughs> so yeah. to answer your question, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she, yeah, so she was made as like a housekeeping robot, like, Mega, like Mega- Vicky in Small Wonder. Yes, exactly. <laughs> not as creepy though. Yeah, of course not. Um, and uh, I don't know. Level three could I, you know I'd like the idea of like of like some sort of robot storm coming like Wiley shows up and just a Are lot of robot robots. No, yeah, I like love- where robot masters like come and like come out of from nowhere and like it's just all the robot masters from the game and they just run across the screen or something. I love that idea. Them. I think his level three super should be different every time. And so you have like the boxes with like the different robots. And, like, it, it, only one of them jumps out and he fucks everybody up or whatever. That is cool. That's a good one. That's a great idea. Go for save this. Oh, I'm not trying to save anything. I'm just kidding around, Colin. Smile once in a while, you Georgia peach. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think I think it would be really cool to have Mega Man, especially because of how he's been being disrespected and how how much that character was disrespected in Street Fighter Cross Tekken with the way they portrayed him. So you know, uh, it's the fact, it's old the fact. Man, yeah, it's like so. And, the, and you know, so the you know, what would be awesome is if for his his little intro sequence, it like even though you know I, I know that it has a the camera zooms in, but it'd be awesome if the camera like zoomed in and then suddenly it went up like the side of a building and it's just him like. For Mega His Man 2. That'd be cool. I actually would yeah. like for him to deploy. You don't know what I'm talking about. Like, I play Sega. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, Mega Man, like, whenever a stage in a Mega Man game sh- starts, he's not on it. And he, and he like, comes from, the, like, yeah. so I think it would be cool for him to just, like, just beam in. Just beam in. And, or whatever. Nice. Yeah. And when he jumps, he's got his arms go up in the air. Yeah. They should use all those audio samples that you always make. Huh? Like the Dr. White. Oh, yeah. And then they, yeah, and they just throw that in there. That's a good question. We have to, uh, <laughs> Mega Man. <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, Mega Man Eight was on PlayStation and Saturn, and it has probably some of the worst voice acting ever. Like, 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 obviously and literally one take. Yeah, they, per yeah, line. they, brought, it, they brought in like maybe one of the janitorial staff that was working the the, the their the sound night shift. stage, and they were like, "We really need like, a, can you do an old man voice? Great, come on in." And they they set him up, and they're like, "Now here's the script. Just to read through it," and he's. Just messing up because like yeah there's the like place. there's like he like messes up That's and like they question. just keep getting... we have to uh, uh get the energy reading from he's <laughs> 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 <It's>, like terrible <laughs> oh my goodness well there you have it playstation there you have it superbot entertainment get mega man in there if you're listening to the podcast beyond of course panda musk animates these for us in a little animated fashion every Friday. So go to IGN.com. Luck, look for this. <laughs> we say that every week. We thought Sound Shapes was going to be the worst one. It was the best. Yeah. Uh, just as an FYI, I do have a great idea for maybe one day if we continue to do Next these. week. Maybe. Girls right. generation. Tell me, tell me that. <laughs> Girls generation. Tell me about it after, off the air. Don't let's ruin it for it. everybody. All I right, won't good. ruin it. Uh, let's get to some regular reader mail. Beyond at IGN.com to be part of the show. Uh, Brad writes in with what I call a blast from the past. Beyond, Brad says. Beyond. Beyond. I was looking at Game Facts when I came across Colin's old profile. Someone of his reviews had pretty hilarious titles. Mega Man 2. It's almost as good it's almost as good as a glass of Pepsi. Okay, it's better. <laughs> Castlevania 3 Dracula's Curse. Nearly as fun as watching the Colorado Avalanche lose. Castlevania 2. Simon, you are a vampire killer. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. Yeah, those are awesome. So, yeah. so a lot of the titles from um, all that stuff exists in, for posterity, and I'm so happy it does uh, at GameFAQs. A lot of the, the titles for the reviews in particular, because I wasn't a reviewer as much as I was, not nearly as much as I was a fact writer, was to, to make my friends on, uh, on the boards laugh about the topical things, obviously, that we were talking about at the time. So, like Pepsi or the Avalanche in the playoffs, probably at that time. Um, I'm so I'm like super happy that that stuff still exists because it's it cools like I cringe sometimes when I'm like oh my god like stuff I wrote when I was 15 is like still on the internet or whatever and then I start reading and I'm like you know this isn't bad 
Yeah, I'm <laughs> fucking genius. I'm an amazing writer. <laughs> I'm just saying, through like, all the ages. For like, uh, for, ages. for like a tenth grader or eleventh grader, like, I'm super happy with what I wrote. I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm so, not, I'm so happy that they, uh, I'm so happy that they, uh, those things still exist. Yeah, those are funny and, and actually remind me of some some old people on GameFAQs I used to talk to. I guess. Mm. Good memories. memories. Omi writes into beyond at IGN.com just like you can. I have recently earned double platinum trophies for Metal Gear Solid 2 and Metal Gear Solid 3. Wow. Oh, as well as a platinum for Metal Gear Solid 4. Omi, you're crazy. You are just batshit insane. Good job, though. Those are tough games, man. I am tempted to platinum Peace Walker as well. However, do not want to do it if there's a chance there will be a trophy-enabled PS3 version. Is there any reason that a trophy-enabled version cannot come to the Vita, or should I hold off on playing Peace Walker in anticipation of more double platinums? Personally, I would totally hold off. I think it's happening. I think that's the whole point. They didn't. If you haven't been following, you know the, the collection came with 2, 3, and Peace Walker on PS3. Then, for Vita, they gave you 2 and 3, no Peace Walker. Where's Peace Walker HD? I think they're going to separately release it with trophies on the Vita here in the coming future. Knowing Konami, maybe two years from now, but I think it will come. And if you were to platinum Peace Walker now in the PS3, your save wouldn't carry over to the Vita because they have to patch in that cross-play functionality for the Vita. So you'd screw yourself out of the double platinum. I'd say hold off and don't do it until then. Give it another six months. See what they say. Because they're just doing all this stuff now where they're selling them all individually anyway. I still don't think that they're going to... I, I don't agree with you in the sense that I, I don't think that they took it out of the collection to make a separate version of it. They took it out of the collection to sell the PSP version that already exists. Sure, but I still think that they're there now to double dip and come back and get more money for it. Yeah, there's already an HD version. It wouldn't make sense for them to not bring it over right yeah just yeah. let but just give the psp the legs until that they so see that drop yeah. off and get to it um sam has quick fire questions ryan yeah are you eating vegetarian meat replacements such as veggie sausages <clears throat> yes goldfarb old school spyro or crash bandicoot oh uh crash greg would you trade uncharted 4 for the last of us or do you want to see what else naughty dog can do no i would not trade that i want to see what the last of us is all about colin have you read the Dark Tower series slash The Stand by Stephen King? And what's your opinion of them? It. Uh, I read The Stand, not uh, you not Dark, read the Dark Tower. No. Oh, it's so good. You should read it. Well, it's mostly good. <laughs> A ringing endorsement. <laughs> no, there, I, I love. It's books. mostly good. You should read it. No, I will. I I I didn't even get through all of The Stand either, but I, I was quite fond of it. But then I, I started mean, reading something else. You'll read the first two Dark Tower books are really short, and you'll know whether or not you like them by then. Like by the first one, you'll read in like one sitting, and then the second one's longer. What but, are they about? It's so complicated. It would take me an hour to explain. Hmm. Just read them. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, Beyond from Tom Wells in the UK. Beyond. Uh, I'm going for the double platinum on Sound Shapes, and I see a lot of you guys have it. How long did Death Mode take you? I have eight left, and do you think they are mostly luck-based? Yes. They are totally luck-based, yes, yep. Tom. If you, st- like Colin and I were talking about this last night. If you start them and you don't see the, the if you don't get the layout you like, just quit. Just die. Just kill yourself. Jump into it. Get back into not, it. Not really kill yourself. Kill yourself. <laughs> kill yourself in the game. Yeah, yeah well, that's helpful. Colin, you did it. You were the first among us to get there. Yep. You got any tips for uh, Tom over there? No, I mean, I think it's just a matter of consistency. Just stick with it. I mean, some of them seem so hard. And then you, like I was saying, the last one I got, like I failed probably like 30 or 40 times. And then I got it with seven seconds left. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, it's like literally just luck based, like where they decide. Because sometimes they just put the coins like right next to each other, like 10 times in a row. And you're just like, ding, 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 ding. And like get half of them in like two seconds. So It's true. I I had a few where I had 0.0 left when I got it. Like if I had taken any longer, even remotely, it wouldn't have popped. But, uh. Yeah, some of those I was like, I will never beat these ever. Like yeah. when I first started them, and then you do. Yeah. Like I mean, it just it's do one at a time. I mean, I I didn't jump around. Like I would start oh, one and just keep playing it over. I and tried over to do that, and I had to do it. I had to jump around. I was like, I'm gonna murder myself. Jump like, around, can... jump around, jump up, jump up, and get down. Jump, 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 jump. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Podcast Beyond, episode 254. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, remember, IGN.com pays the bills and keeps the mic on, so go there and read all our crazy articles and watch all our crazy videos. For crazy stuff beamed into your internet all the time, follow us on Twitter. I'm Game Over Greggy. Colin is no taxation. Ryan Clements is Plum Cider. Andrew Goldfarb is Garfep. Greg always regrets fucking elderly people. Uh, we'll be back no, next doesn't. Tuesday like we are every week. Yeah, never regrets it. Uh, but until then, Ryan Clements, play me off. Sounds good, buddy. If you want to plug your band, your musical project, or just you singing wildly into a microphone, send me an MP3 to beyond at IGN.com. Just like Tim did, who kind of broke the rules a little bit, but I was a little desperate for a song this week. Uh, to, okay, Stop Gold it, Goldfarb. Farb. That's enough. We didn't even give you a real mic this week. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, Tim just gave me a recommendation, which I will play for you guys. It is a UK group called the Red Chevrons. They are a four-piece indie rock group that I enjoyed this song. The song is called In All Honesty, and it is from the group Red Chevrons. You can find some of their music and samples at ReverbNation.com slash Red Chevrons. And uh, thank you, Tim, for sending it in. I will indeed play In All Honesty. Wait, before we do, before we do, don't even... I forgot something. All right, I'm ready. Greg, I forgot. What happened? You okay? No, I'm you fine. Bruised? Uh, no, you bruised? No, I... I uh, I promised uh, fantasy football information this week, oh. but um, I don't have time uh, okay. to do it this week. Uh, I'm going on a super, super secret trip tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, when I'm back, I will uh, look into it, and uh, and we will have we will definitely have definitive oh. information a Tuesday next. Yeah, next Tuesday will also be the release of Madden. I've already created a podcast beyond community group for Madden, so make sure you join that if you're playing Madden on PS3. Game over, Greggy. That's all I have. You're right. just you're, you're. Let's be honest. Your secret secret trip is you're going to Vegas to go to that little bunny ranch or whatever it's called. Oh, Moonlight you know, Bunny that, Ranch. I mean, sure, if that's what's that's called, what it's called. You know all about it. Yeah, there was a great HBO it. show. About yeah, it. I, I, Cat I, House. Yeah, loved, loved it. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that's where you're gonna go, isn't it? Uh, I wish. Beyond. Beyond. <laughs>
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.